Hi, everyone. Welcome to Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro, Joe DeCamera. Eagles getting ready for the Minnesota Vikings. A time for everyone to kind of sit back, Joe, and say, Sam Bradford trade goes to Minnesota. He's 4-0 as a starter. Carson Wentz the starter here. The Eagles have a first-round pick and a conditional fourth-round pick. Who wins in the deal? And I know it's only two months later. Right. Who wins? Well, I think both teams win. I wasn't certain at the time that Minnesota would win. I really wasn't certain of that. I thought they gave up, frankly, too much. And I was shocked the Eagles got as much as they got. So I thought it was kind of a coup for the Eagles to get that kind of uh, value. If Minnesota has the kind of season that they've had thus far and it continues and they're a, a team rattling cages in the playoffs and potentially a Super Bowl threat, which as of right now they appear to be, then obviously, you know, it, it'll be worthwhile for Minnesota. But and, and that's a credit to them. But, you know, Dave, from an Eagles standpoint, I don't think any, anyone's doubting the trade just because Bradford's 4-0 and he's, you know, been statistically very good. I mean, it's it was certainly a trade well worthwhile to get Carson Wentz on the field, to get the Eagles value. Eagles, of course, have a lot of positions they want to attack for future years, and those picks will help. And I, I, I don't think there's any second guessing at all. Yeah, agreed. Right? Agreed. Agreed. And that's one of the themes of this week. Of course, the Vikings coming into Lincoln Financial Field undefeated. The Eagles coming in with two straight losses. Yeah need to right the ship against a very tough team. Doug Peterson met the media on this Wednesday and talked about a lot of things. We've got the news of the day for you. It's our Eagles 360 update with Alex Smith. Hi everyone, I'm Alex Smith here with your 360 update. We are one day closer to Sunday's matchup with the Minnesota Vikings. And of course, with the Vikings coming to town, that means the number one storyline is the return of quarterback Sam Bradford, who spent 2015 here with the Eagles. Today we heard from head coach Doug Peterson, as well as from safety Malcolm Jenkins, about what the Eagles defense can expect on Sunday from their old friend Bradford. I think, I think they know that uh, the type of uh, athlete that Sam is, the type of quarterback that he is, and, and um, um, you know, it, it's hard to get to a guy like Sam, as I mentioned, because he gets the ball out of his hand so fast, and, and he utilizes the quick game, and, and uh, it's, it's, tough to, it's tough to defend sometimes, you know, from a pass rush standpoint. And so one thing we know all too well is that he can sling the ball, um, especially when he's, when he's upright and comfortable. He can make all the throws. Uh, he, he's savvy enough to look off safeties. He knows how to manipulate the coverage with his eyes. Uh, and he knows his playbook. He knows where his checkdowns and everything are. So he's, he's a smart, bright quarterback. And finally, we'll close things out here with an injury update for Eagles. Missing practice today at the NovaCare Complex. That would be Ron Brooks, Jason Kelsey, Benny Logan, and Marcus Smith. Leotis McKelvin, however, did practice, and he says that he feels on track to play on Sunday. Um, Sunday, it was, it was at that point, I feel, feel real good. You know, I could have went out there and played. Yeah, most definitely I could have went out there and played, but do you want to be real 100% or you want to go out there and, and have something lingering over you for weeks and weeks, and then that's what, that's what it was. I mean, I went out there and played practice today, and if anything was going on wrong, I would have I would have came out, anything like that, but I went out there and practiced. I practiced fully, um, and it went good. For a complete injury update and to catch all of our sound from inside the locker room, stay right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com and the official Eagles mobile app. Thanks so much, Alex. A lot to get to on the show today, Joe. We're going to take a look at the Minnesota Vikings, our first look in depth at an unbeaten team that, frankly, I'm surprised at how good they are. I am too. I, I, I thought they'd be decent because they were pretty good last year. This level I did not expect, and statistically they're a monster right now. They, they have really checked a lot of boxes this season. Pretty impressive. Yeah, particularly on the defensive side. They're coming off a bye. They are healthy. They are formidable. 
We'll talk about that in a bit. But when we return to Eagles 360, middle linebacker Jordan Hicks, the defense smarting after an effort last week against Washington, 230 yards allowed on the ground, 493 total net yards allowed by the defense. What is the mood of the defense? We'll find out. Jordan Hicks in studio next. I step to Philly. I step to Philly. The bus. The trolley. The train. Jefferson Station. Airport line. 69th Street. Broad Street. To the game. Paoli. Sharon Hill. Chestnut Hill. Regional Rail. I step to Philly. The Broad Street line on game days. A la bodega. To the movies. To my parkway. Spring Garden. Late night. West Philly. South Philly. North Philly! Remarkable things are happening at your local Acme. We're making changes and we're getting better every day. Cleaner, friendlier, fresher. Like fresher meat and seafood, and fresher produce and hundreds of organics. To top it off, we're lowering thousands of prices throughout the store. So come on in and see for yourself why Acme is just better. Lower prices, great quality, and friendlier service. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Take your spring vacation with Philadelphia Eagles players and alumni on Apple Vacations Beach Blitz. Join me, along with Fletcher Cox, Vinnie Curry, and Jordan Matthews on an all-inclusive vacation, a world away from the ordinary, at the luxurious Now Jade Riviera Cancun Resort. You'll receive non-stop round-trip airfare, luxury hotel accommodations, and special events with the players and other Eagles VIPs. Go to applevacations.com eagles to book your trip today. We've got middle linebacker Jordan Hicks in studio here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com as the defense looks to bounce back after the game against Washington. Jordan, we're back on the practice field here. It's Wednesday. What have you seen all week kind of looking at that game and putting it in the rearview mirror? Yeah, and that's exactly what we have to do is, is put it in the rearview mirror because we have a really good opponent coming into our house, um, you know, and haven't they haven't lost yet. And um, they're, they're playing some good ball. So we, we've got to look forward. We've got to move past it. We've got to learn from it. Um, and, and, you know, you've got to take the mistakes and, and apply it to what we can do this week. But ultimately, you have to look forward, keep your confidence, keep your swag, um, and just do, do everything to the best of your ability and get back to the basics. What do you think happened on Sunday? I think it was the complete opposite of what I just said. You know, it was, <laughs> it was the fact that we didn't lean on, our, on the basics. You know, we, we tried to do too much. We weren't disciplined in our run fits. And once you, once you, you know, once the offense get the run the run game going and and they get that element working for them, you know that's where the momentum happens. And uh, when they can run the ball, they can also throw the ball. And you know we weren't able to make them one dimensional, which we were able to do so well in the first three games. Do you think it's more on the players or the coaches, or is it a combination of everybody making adjustments? From players' perspective, I always take the blame. Um, I always think players are out there executing. Um, you know, I trust in, in our coaches. I trust in the fact that they're putting us in the best position to, to make plays. Um, and, you know, then it's on us. Mm -hmm. You know, we're the ones out there making the calls. We're the ones out there um, executing and, 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 and being physical and, and fitting the gaps right and covering guys. And, you know, it's on us to actually perform the game plan. It's really a remarkable game, Jordan, the game of football. And, I'm, I mean, fans don't understand it. You guys have the benefit of playing, understanding what your assignments are every play, that you can look so dominant for three weeks. And then 
just kind of here and there adjustments are made or a tackle's missed or and then it kind of can go the other way on you. Right, yeah. Is it frustrating? It is, it is, um, especially when you know you have a defense that is very dominant when you're not shooting yourself in the foot. Um, and I think we've done that. I think um, we've proven who we, who we can be. We've just got to get back to it. And what does that, that entail? It entails, like I said, getting back to the basics, um, leaning on each other, because when we lean on each other and we're all playing as a unit, there's hardly anybody that can, that can move the ball on us. What happens after games like that in the ensuing days? Guys meet a lot together, huddle up together, team meetings, leaders step up. What, what kind of stuff goes on? Yeah, I, I think there's, there's a fine line between going too far and, and, and panicking because it's, it is ultimately only game five. It's two losses in the season. It's a long season. Um, but, yeah, some things have to, be, have to be done and things have to be said, and um, you have to take it for what it is. And it's going to be tough to come back here the day after and, and see the film and watch the film and um, critique yourself honestly because if you are being honest there's a lot of bad football on the field um, so you know it is what it is and and you you know you take it as a man and you move forward yes we are moving forward here I want to talk about your position and and you on the field after missing last year half of last year how are you feeling Jordan in the position in the new defense feel healthy then that's I think for me that's key um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> knock on it, huh? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I do, I do, and and uh, feel confident in in where I'm at physically, uh, mentally, and you know, right back to where I, I feel like I picked up, you know, coming into OTAs and and uh, just hit the ball rolling. You know, I like this defense a lot. I, I like the guys that we have, um, and it's a special group. We just, you know, it's disappointing the the, the performances we played, but or put on the field the past two games. But again, moving forward. Um, and a lot of confidence in the guys we have. How good will it be to get back home and hear the crowd and, and have the offense dealing with the crowd noise? Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be awesome. There's nothing like playing on the link, um, especially, you know, versus an opponent like this in the circumstances like this. Um, you know, it's, I, I, I'm, I was thinking about it all this, this whole week. I was like, man, I cannot wait to get back in the link and, mm -hmm. and just hear the crowd rocking. What is uh, the Vikings offense like? I mean, they lose, they're both backup tackles. Right. They lose Adrian Peterson. They're, they trade for Sam, and they're still rolling. They're still rolling, and uh, they've done a good job putting the pieces together and guys stepping up and making plays. Um, it's, you know, they're, they're, you look at their team, they're, they're a really good team. You know, they, they do what they need to do on offense, defense, and special teams to get the job done. And uh, those are the guys that uh, those type of teams are the successful ones in the NFL. So, you know, we, we've got a, a big task ahead of us, but it's nothing I don't think we can handle. You know, I know fans can't wait from one Sunday after a tough game to get to the next Sunday. They want the game to be yeah. there like that. Is that the way you are? It's exactly the way, <laughs> especially after a game like this, mm -hmm. you know, where you feel like you have so much to prove. And, uh, you know, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth, and nobody wants to keep that taste in their mouth. Too well, much. let's have a good week of practice and go get them on Sunday. Appreciate it. Jordan Hicks, thanks so much for joining us in studio on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by Amoroso. Get ready to roll into a suite with Amorosos. Enter at PhiladelphiaEagles.com slash roll into a suite for a chance to win a pair of tickets to the Eagles versus Washington game. Their legend is legendary. They've seen the end zone more often than any other duo in history. They are professional football player watchers. Become a pro fan only with Xfinity X1. Call or click today.
With Simply Right checking from Santander Bank, just make one deposit, withdrawal, transfer, or payment each month to waive the monthly fee. And there's no minimum balance. You're all right with Simply Right checking from Santander Bank. You here to buy the tickets? Hey, buddy, you here for the tickets? Yeah. Dude, what's the password, man? <laughs> oh, Coach Shannon. What were you thinking? We're doing like a CD ticket deal instead of going to NFL Ticket Exchange. <laughs> NFL Ticket Exchange. 100% verified authentic tickets from one fan to the other. We'll see you at the games, all right? Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate you. Halloween excitement is back at Dunkin' with Halloween donuts and munchkins. Drizzled, decorated, and all dressed up for the season. Pick up a box and share the fun. America runs on Dunkin'. We welcome you back. It's Eagles 360, Dave Spadaro, Joe DeCamera. Before we talk about the Vikings, let's take a look at the Eagles' upcoming schedule presented by NFL Ticket Exchange, powered by Ticketmaster for the only 100% verified way to buy or sell NFL tickets, visit NFLTicketExchange.com. The Eagles sitting at 3-2 and two after two consecutive losses following the bye week. And, Joe, as we look at the schedule ahead, it's really, really hard. Really hard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fun. That's give, good. Give it an extra really, 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 really hard. You look at this schedule. Okay, so it, it, first off, you go back and say, man, that Lions game, that's a tough one because of what's up ahead. You wish the Eagles could have grabbed one of the last two. It is what it is. So now up ahead, some serious work the Eagles have to do. And, as, you know, as we look, I mean, we know it starts with this game here versus Minnesota. And, and of course, you know, the Dallas game on the horizon. You see a lot of good quarterbacks here. You see, you know, Matt Ryan's going to be, be against the Eagles, Russell Wilson. Uh, of course, Aaron Rodgers, Andy Dalton. We know the division's playing above average from an expectation standpoint. The out-of-division games are tough. So the bottom line, Dave, is the Eagles have their work cut out for them. Yep. They're in a tough division right now, and they're going to have to put in some serious work to, you know, to make the playoffs. Yeah, so it's good stuff. And first up, the Minnesota Vikings, 5-0 and coming off the bye week. Our first look at the opponent on Sunday. We begin, of course, at the quarterback position, Sam Bradford. It's just so weird to say that Sam Bradford, the, the quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings, Carson Wentz. One thing in common here, Joe, both quarterbacks very stingy, and that's a good thing, giving the football away. Yeah, it is, and you hope that Jim Schwartz and the defense can get after Bradford this week and change that because to this point this year, Minnesota has not offensively turned over the ball one time. That's really impressive, and with what their defense is doing, creating turnovers, you know, the turnover differential for them has been unbelievable. Look, Minnesota's a problem. Now, offensively, not as much as defensively. So you hope the Eagles can create something here against Bradford. We know Bradford can pass the ball. He can be very accurate. He's also not the most mobile quarterback. We all know that. So you hope to, you know, get him off his spot back there in the pocket, Dave, as we know. And you want to see, you know, Fletcher Cox and the, and, and the players from the defensive line get after the quarterback more than last week and try to do that. But to this point this year, Sam Bradford, the most accurate of all quarterbacks in football with that completion percentage leading the NFL. The Vikings 30th in the league in yards per play per game. So yeah, there is not a lot of explosiveness, particularly here as we look at the running backs. Not much going on with the Vikings as they've lost Adrian Peterson, and they are struggling running the football. They've been efficient in many areas. Uh, so we say it like we said it last week. Washington went into that game averaging 85 yards per game on the ground. The Vikings struggling on the ground. Can the Eagles dominate at the line of scrimmage? And then conversely, can they run the football against a really good, really, really good 
Minnesota Vikings defense. No question about it. Let's go inside some of the numbers, Dave, because they stand out. And boy, oh boy, this is this is where the Eagles really have some issues. Minnesota first in points allowed in the NFL at only 12.6 yards per game. Second in yards allowed, 287 points a game. Tied for the most takeaways. They've got four different players with three or more sacks so far this year, including the emerging Danielle Hunter now in his second season, uh, really playing some good football on the defensive line. They had eight sacks versus Cam Newton week three. They lead the league in first down efficiency defensively, giving up only 3.5 yards per play. Obviously, Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz, they want to see the Eagles get into some manageable second and third downs, not the second and third and longs. Minnesota's done a great job with that. They're fourth against the run defensively. They're sixth against the pass defensively. They have simply been an awesome defense so far, so it poses a great challenge for Carson Wentz, the offensive line, the receivers, the running backs, the tight ends in this game for the Eagles. It's, yeah, it's in tough. Five, in five games, they've forced 12 takeaways, 12 turnovers, and that's kind of the, the whole idea here for the Philadelphia Eagles. We've talked about this. Don't turn the football over. Convert on third downs and minimize the penalties. Sure. And the Eagles have not done any of that offensively in the last couple of weeks yep. here. Wide receivers, Jordan Matthews having a, a good season for the Eagles. He's, a, he's not a down-the-field threat, although he had a big play against the Redskins. Uh, solid player. Stefan Diggs has been battling some injuries, but you see 25 catches, nearly 15 yards a catch. He's the go-to player in the pass game, along with Kyle Rudolph, their tight end. Yeah, and look, they got they got some players that are, you know, they're okay, but you, you can, look, again, this is about getting pressure on Bradford. Now, he showed tremendous physical toughness and, and I guess, you know, call it mental toughness, hanging in the pocket versus uh, Green Bay in that game earlier in the season. So he's, you know, he's showing more of that, I think, than he did especially early last year with the Eagles. But you want to get after him because his weapons, while okay, they're not great. And I think that's the opportunity, Dave. If they can get to Brad, it's look, I think it's all but imperative. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. and the, the Vikings have backups yeah. at both tackle positions. The defensive line angry after the performance last week. No sacks in Washington. Uh, that's just something that Jim Schwartz's defense don't do. And for this defense to be outstanding, the front four, minus the blitz, has to win the battle. Eagles may not have Benny Logan this week, so that's going to be a setback for well, the Eagles. And also, the Eagles have got to tackle better. Linebackers, corners, and safeties clearly missed tackles mm -hmm. versus Washington, and that was a real, real problem in the game. And that's a huge part of how Washington had so many yards, obviously, running the football. Interested to see what, what Doug and Frank Reich do. I expect a quick passing game. Third down, keep it manageable. Keep the chains moving matriculate the ball up the field. <laughs> but it could be a low-scoring game. You say up the field. I say down the, the field. field. Yeah, but, I don't know. You know. Maybe it's right. Maybe you're right. I don't <laughs> know. It feels like it's been uphill for the Eagles' yes. offense the last couple of weeks at least. All right, that's our first look at the unbeaten Minnesota Vikings. One o'clock kickoff at Lincoln Financial Field, the breast cancer campaign game for the Eagles in South Philadelphia. We've got more to get to here on Eagles 360, including a look back at a memorable moment in this Eagles-Vikings rivalry, Brian Westbrook zigging and zagging as the Eagles march to the NFC Championship game. Their legend is legendary. They've seen the end zone more often than any other duo in history. They are professional football player watchers. Become a pro fan only with Xfinity X1. Call or click today. All right, fellas, let's go out there and give them heck. Heck. Let's go out there and give them the one-two. You tell them, Captain. Let's go out there and we're going to really give them the business. My God, let's sock it to them. Yeah. Fair and square. Hip, hip. Hooray! Come on, boys, let's give them a wall. 
Holy smokes. The old game just can't compete, especially when it comes to innovative energy solutions like the ones NRG uses to power the Eagles. Visit picknrg.com today. Take your spring vacation with Philadelphia Eagles players and alumni on Apple Vacations Beach Blitz. Join me, along with Fletcher Cox, Vinnie Curry, and Jordan Matthews on an all-inclusive vacation, a world away from the ordinary, at the luxurious Now Jade Riviera Cancun Resort. You'll receive non-stop round-trip airfare, luxury hotel accommodations, and special events with the players and other Eagles VIPs. Go to applevacations.com eagles to book your trip today. Halloween excitement is back at Dunkin' with Halloween donuts and munchkins. Drizzled, decorated, and all dressed up for the season. Pick up a box and share the fun. America runs on Dunkin'. Dave Spadaro, Joe DeCamera, time now to take a look at our old school All-22. Merrill Reese, Mike Quick, Eagles and the Vikings, 2008. Hi, everyone. I'm Merrill Reese. Welcome to Old School All-22, a unique look at an Eagles play or moment or game through the eyes of coaching staff tape where you see all 22 players. Mike, this week the Eagles play the Minnesota Vikings. Let's focus on an Eagles playoff game against the Minnesota Vikings, January 4th, 2009. Vikings quarterback by Tavares Jackson. And Eagles broke loose in the person of number 36, Brian Westbrook. I know you always enjoy calling those Westbrook plays, but this one was a real dandy. Westbrook had this knack for the screen pass and able to hide behind those big guys because he's not a tall guy. He's able to hide behind those big guys, but with that burst and that speed, get out into the open and make big plays on the screen pass. Let me show you one of them. With just over six minutes left in the game and the Eagles up by two at their own 29-yard line, the Eagles lined up in the I formation with Brian Westbrook in the backfield. McNabb would take the snap, and after a play-action fake, he dropped back to allow the screenplay to set up. Correll Buckhalter would step up to block the Mike linebacker, while center Jamal Jackson would block the safety and getting help from Nick Cole along the way. Watch as Westbrook's vision in the open field allows him to cut back against the grain, and with help from blocks from Todd Harriman's, Deshaun Jackson, and Jason Avant, he was able to sprint the rest of the way for a 71-yard touchdown to put the Eagles ahead for good. This win helped to vault the Eagles to the next round to take on the defending Super Bowl champion, New York Giants. And it may not have happened without a huge play from number 36. Eagles gave Tavares Jackson trouble from the first moment of that game. But what I remember is with that win and that play by Brian Westbrook, it gave them tremendous momentum to go on the following week and beat the Giants and actually get to the NFC Championship game. I think out of all of the plays in Brian Westbrook's career, and we've seen many of them, that is in my top three. I, I still believe the one in the Meadowlands, down that left sideline, and you know the one, that yep. punt return, I think that stands out as number one for me. But that one is certainly in the top list. Great player, great man. Thank you, Merrill. Thank you, Mike. Joe, we saw a screen pass to a running back. Touchdown. We saw against Pittsburgh. Yep. Carson Wentz buys some time, gets the ball to Darren Sproles. He goes down the field for a touchdown. Getting the ball to Sproles in the short passing game 
really seems important for this offense. Oh, huge. I mean, Sproles, look, I, I still think on a play that Darren Sproles is in the game, which he's not going to be in there all the time, but on a play he's in there, I still think he's the best threat the Eagles have offensively that Carson Wentz can get the ball to. I mean, I, I mean he, he's got that. Now, he's always been a smaller back. That's not changing. And so he's not going to be out there and have, you know, 20 carries and 10 catches and all that. But when they can get him involved, Dave, there's no question he's a dynamic player. And even at the age he is, he still brings it. So, yeah, getting him going is, is really important. And the difficult part is that defenses know that. Yeah. So they cover Sproles. And this week, Eric Kendricks, the brother of Eagles linebacker Michael Kendricks, and the parents will be in the stand, stands. So... Who they're rooting for, I don't know. We're rooting for Darren Sproles to bust one, sure. get this offense early, get it going early. All right, one more segment to go here on Eagles 360. We've got more to get to. Stay with us on Eagles 360. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by Rothman at Jefferson. The Eagles and Rothman Institute at Jefferson are partnering to celebrate the top high school football teams and coaches in the tri-state area with the High School Football Showdown. Visit the website to vote for the game of the week and support your school. Check back daily for new matchups. Remarkable things are happening at your local Acme. We're making changes and we're getting better every day. Cleaner, friendlier, fresher. Like fresher meat and seafood and fresher produce and hundreds of organics. To top it off, we're lowering thousands of prices throughout the store. So come on in and see for yourself why Acme is just better. Lower prices, great quality, and friendlier service. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. You here to buy the tickets? Hey, buddy, you here for the tickets? Yeah. Dude, what's the password, man? Oh, Coach Shannon. What were you thinking? We're doing like a CD ticket deal instead of going to NFL Ticket Exchange. NFL Ticket Exchange. 100% verified authentic tickets from one fan to the other. We'll see you at the games, all right? Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate you. Simply write checking from Santander Bank. Just make one deposit, withdrawal, transfer, or payment each month to waive the monthly fee. And there's no minimum balance. You're all right with Simply Write Checking from Santander Bank. Our final segment on Eagles 360, Dave Spadaro, Joe to camera. Let's get you tuned in with what we've got coming up on Eagles 360. Our Amoroso's on the menu segment. Tomorrow, Glenn Macnow will be in studio with me. His bold predictions. We've got the coordinators meeting the media, and that's something that is interesting to everybody because Jim Schwartz did not talk to the media, does not talk to the media after games. What has he been thinking all week, you know? Yeah. You wonder, right? You do wonder, sure. And we go behind enemy lines to find out more about the Minnesota Vikings coming off their bye week, coming into Philadelphia at 5-0. Amoroso's, the reason Philly sandwiches are so famous. Joe, the key to beating... The Vikings, as we sit here on this Wednesday. Defense has to play better. I still believe, even early in the season when the offense was playing well, that the Eagles are at their core at this stage a defensive and special teams-oriented team. I believe that. And last week, the defense let the Eagles down. 
So I think that's the main thing. They've got to reestablish that. I'm confident Carson Wentz can still totally do his thing. Obviously, the offensive line's got to play better and all of that. But I'm going to start with the defense. I think it's the bread and butter of the Eagles. Fair enough. Joe DeCamera, Dave Spadaro, thanks for joining us on Eagles 360. I'm back tomorrow with Glenn Macknell. Joe is in on Friday. Until then, have yourselves a great Eagles day.